Research tells us that we'll be happier if we practice staying in the present moment, but how do we get there? Keep listening to today's episode as we share some wisdom from spiritual teacher Eckhart Tolle, chat about some of the psychology, and share quick and easy tips to get you practicing presence now. Hi, we're Lisa. And Lisa. And we want you to always be vibing. We have honest conversations exploring high vibe concepts such as the law of attraction, gratitude, mindfulness, meditation, the power of the mind, manifesting. Yeah, and basically everything mind, body, and spirit. Yeah. (laughs) I'm Lisa Marie, a Nashville-based songwriter turned music and mindfulness teacher living in Ontario with three kids, two dogs, and a fabulous firefighter husband. Hottie. (laughs) And I'm Lisa Linden, an unapologetically obsessive dog mom living in BC with a million-dollar view and a husband who's priceless. Mm Mm-hmm. Hope you enjoy the show, and don't forget to practice your ABVs and vibe up for a better life. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. Yes. Here we go. Lisa and Lisa, your non-gurus talking about all things high vibe. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Today's topic is we're going to talk about how to stay present. Um, yeah, it's being mindful and staying in the moment. We're both very inspired by Eckhart Tolle, which we'll get into. But first, Lisa, I wanted to know what is something that has got you vibing higher this past week? Mm, That's such a great question. Um, hmm. well, I feel like I've been doing a handful of things, but something that sticks out to me is going on my walks walking with my dog um, because I haven't been able to do it every single morning because my husband has been working, but Mm -hmm. I've even done it at night. I love that the days are getting longer. And even if it's raining, I don't care. I go anyway. And um, I've really enjoyed that. And even one time, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but I felt (laughs) inspired to run. Like, no, yes, you got to. Yes. I know. (laughs) (laughs) We got to our little back path that we usually always walk down. And I was like, I don't know. I'm feeling it. And I just started running with him. Oh, my and the, God. And he's this old dog. He's Your like poor trying to catch dog, up. Yeah. He's like, oh, my little <laughs> hips can't keep up. Aww. And I'm thinking, I can barely keep up with myself. So this is shocking. But <laughs> That's hilarious. You know what? Because it was like I had this spurt of energy. And I'm thinking, I'm not a runner. And I'm like, well, I am today. Yeah. I love like, that. why not? <laughs> did you have like 10 cups of coffee that morning or i know right <laughs> uh yeah it's more than possible i mean <laughs> i wouldn't put it past me uh that's hilarious. so yeah what about you good for you yeah it's good what about me i uh well i had a lot to vibe high about this past week actually um hmm. uh but i'll just say the one thing like out of everything i did the this one thing i found this new podcast called the happiness lab and you know me, I always like to talk about the science behind stuff and the mind and that kind of thing. And this this is um, this podcast about this Yale professor who's basically teaching this psychology of happiness course at Yale. Wow. And it just went off like, like crazy. So many students signed up and she just dives into the science of happiness and, and how what we think 
makes us happy could very well be wrong. So really cool. Yeah. Uh, It's called the happiness, the happiness lab it's called. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was, I was actually cutting the grass and listening to that uh, the other day. So it was, I was just loving it. I feel like you've been holding back on me because you are, you find some really good podcasts. Now I'm (laughs) sitting here like, why the heck didn't you send it to me (laughs) right away? (laughs) I don't know why. I think I want to be like, surprise. (laughs) Exactly. Well, now I know I'm going to check it out for sure. Yeah. It's so good. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. So, oh gosh, yes. We need to update everybody on our 555 challenge. Oh my God. Yeah. From our manifesting episode last week. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The results are in, folks. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's start with yours. Okay. (laughs) All right. Which you'll figure out why we're giggling in a minute here. But yes, let's start with mine. So I actually dated my little pages. I was trying to be all profesh about it so I wrote down the dates and I even made a little document with (laughs) well first okay I had a blonde moment I made 50 I made 50 point forms to write out my little manifesting like maybe we should say what the assignment is so if you missed last week um some where where did we get the source from there was um there's something that's going around that's Mm -hmm. saying if you write down what you want to manifest 55 times five days in a row that it will happen right Mm -hmm. so we thought we'd try it yeah. So first of all, I wrote down 50, which whoops, I ended up writing in yeah. by hand 55. I love it. You're like, hey, check out this list. I made up this thing and I just print it out. So she sends it to me <laughs> and I look at it and I'm like, 50 points. What? Yeah, I thought it was 55. So then. <laughs> no, no, but the best part was you go. I hope you didn't want to manifest that very yeah. much. And I'm thinking, why did like, did something happen? And you're like, because you only have 50 points, not 55. <laughs> anyway, I wrote extra five, so it's all good. But yeah. I wrote them, dated them. I mean, I'll tell you, it's it takes a lot longer than you think. Yeah. I mean, my handwriting, oh my God, I wish I could. I will. I will post pictures in our Instagram of like how distorted my writing got as the days went on. You know what? Um, I'm going to do the same because I am. I forgot to even share mine with you because it is absolutely insane like at at by the end of it I was like I don't even care what this looks like I know what is in my mind that I'm wa- wanting to manifest and that all that's all that matters <laughs> like you like, literally cannot it's like 100% scribble it's crazy. you're like justifying you know what yeah it doesn't matter what my writing <laughs> looks like yeah. <laughs> oh, but you know that was the interesting thing about it right because I felt like I had to I didn't want to just write it out like oh okay now I have to get this done check it off my list because I figured if I did that, it totally defeats the purpose of the activity. Right. Yeah. I found I had to kind of rev myself up a little bit, like, um, start feeling good before I started writing it. Yeah. So, so mine, I wrote out cause I'm obsessed with writers and reading lately. So I really, really want to win an autographed copy of my favorite author's new book, which is called 28 Summers by Ellen Hildebrand. So I wrote, I'm so excited I won 28 Summers autographed. And I also try to condense that because I'm like, I'm not writing a huge long yeah. <laughs> sentence 55 times. I did five. the same, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when I was doing it, I sort of got into a bit of a groove where I was smiling and like really feeling excited. And yeah, kind of, like, me get too. into it. Yeah, like try to get into that feeling. 
So yeah, that's how it went for me. And I did it, did the five days. I mean, I'm partially glad I'm done because it was, yeah. it kind of, it did feel a little bit like, oh, I better make sure I get that done. Like one more thing to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. I really, like where I heard it from, the girl did say, you know, it is, you know, it is a lot of writing. And I was like, okay, how, how bad can it be? But it, <laughs> okay, here it is, folks. I did it once. But a bum ching. And. Okay, we'll get to why later, but okay, no, I did it once. I, I'm sorry. I failed at this challenge. <laughs> I don't know. I just, there was a lot going on last week. We actually, it's a long story, but uh, we had to go away for this little thing my husband was doing for his work. Um, anyway, blah, blah, blah. So we were on the road a lot and which you think I would be able to write tons in the on the road but I get car sick doing that mm-hmm. so anyway blah 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 excuses excuses <laughs> I apologize I am gonna do it eventually I'm gonna start again but uh I just have to say also just I was feeling really bad about not completing this challenge mm. um like just like oh my god I have to like talk about this to our all her fans <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, and uh, no, I just, and then I was listening to that happiness podcast. And so the Yale professor who teaches this psychology of happiness, who knows the science behind it, who knows what you need to do to be happy, such as practice gratitude and be mindful and yada, yada. She even was admitting she is not like religious about her practices. Like she falls off the rails and she's not as good as she could be and la, 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 la. So I was like, okay. <laughs> Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, I mean, so bad. we're only human. Like, yeah. And life happens. Yes. So, but when I did it, I, so I did it once and I chose to manifest, I wanted to manifest $10,000 of unexpected money, which is a big one. And I kind of was like, I want to do something that if it happens, like, wow, this thing really works. Right. So I wanted right. to really choose something extravagant. So, and like you said, at first I was writing what did I write? I am so excited and shocked with this unexpected $10,000 in my bank account. Way too much. Way too much. So like halfway in, I'm like, uh, I'm going to shorten this. (laughs) Then it became, I'm so excited and shocked for this extra 10 G's. (laughs) G's. That's smart. (laughs) Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, I don't know. It's, you have to feel good about it. So if you're having to make yourself do it and then you weren't feeling good about it, let's just say you force yourself then defeats the purpose. Yeah. So. yeah. But I will say that when I was doing it, I did like you, I got into these high vibe emotions. Like I was feeling, I, I caught myself smiling as I was writing and yeah. I was just like imagining if this really happened, like, well, that'd be so cool. So you do, you get into this kind of high vibe momentum. So, I mean, at least it it works in that sense. Yeah. And I mean, and you had mentioned too, so it's not necessarily supposed to happen by the fifth day, is it? Because I kind of thought, was that how it's supposed to work? No, 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 no. It's just like you do it and then you let it go. And then, yeah. So we'll have to see if all of this, I mean, I really feel like I I better win. If you get the 10 G's before I get my darn book. You're buying me the book. How about that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, oh, I wanted to mention also what I did do is, sorry, I did, I did, I am so excited 
it's hard. Sorry, when I read back, I can't, I can barely read what I wrote. So what, what I did is I put 10 G's plus a plus uh -huh. sign to represent or better, right? Like whenever you're manifesting something, you want to say, I want this or better. Right. Yeah. To not cut you off from what you could actually get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Uh, For sure. Oh boy. So this will be interesting to see what happens in the coming week. So we'll definitely have to pipe up and talk about this if things sort of come into our life that are on on par with this right yeah interesting yeah, yeah. so let's get to being present shall we yes let's, yes yes let's, yes let's be in the present moment guys let's do it oh gosh okay so you know i kind of thought of this topic because i i really enjoy eckhart tolle i've read a new earth and i'm um, i'm say i've read almost all of the power of now and I read it, I think I read that version or something of it years ago. And I know when Oprah interviews him, I'm always so intrigued. Um, she did an excellent podcast series, series, I think it was a year ago or so. Maybe it was longer. And she broke down each chapter of A New Earth with mm -hmm. Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. Because it can be quite a brainful, quite a handful, mouthful. Yeah. Like it's very um deep, his writing, I find. Um, so when she walks through it with him, it's really great because she really gets she kind of brings it back down to like how can we put this into practice? Right. And that sort of thing. Right. So I, I think I stumbled upon it recently. Yeah, I went to chapter nine podcast interview of A New Earth. And the next thing I know, the next day, she had actually done a new interview with him mm -hmm. on dealing with this pandemic and these changing times. So I don't know. Yeah. It's just kind of in the forefront of my mind. Yeah, no, it's great. We actually mentioned it on our Instagram page and uh, got we got some feedback that people listened to it and they were very impressed. They really loved it because in, <clears throat> in this time, it's a good kind of reminder how to handle these hard times so yeah yeah so yeah and so I just thought I don't know if we can kind of reiterate some things that he says and kind of break it down into how we can apply it in our lives I thought it might be useful to people and also just as a review about being present because it's honestly it's a constant thing you have to work out work at I think that that's something to drive home you know it's not like all of a sudden it's like I'm amazing at being present I'm always present yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a practice for sure. So yeah. um, I just thought I would mention how it feels to me when I think I'm being present, when I feel like I'm quote unquote doing it properly. Um, so I just feel like when I put that into practice and I get out of my mind, so I kind of think of it or how Eckhart Tolle kind of explains it. It's like you just, you have this chatter in your mind, right? Of the sort of the story going on in your mind, but you are not your mind is what he's saying. Like there's mm -hmm. the watcher of the mind. Is that right? It's like there's. Like the, you're aware <laughs> of your, you're the awareness of the thoughts in your mind. Exactly. I think that's exactly the words he uses. You're the awareness. Yeah. Yeah. So when I can realize that I've got the commentary going, it's not like the commentary really stops, I don't think. It's more like you realize you've got it going and then you put yourself in the actual moment you're in. Because what we tend to do is we're always thinking of the future, like mm -hmm. we're thinking of something playing out that's going to happen in the future, or we're reliving something that happened in the past. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we're not actually doing what is, or enjoying or even aware of what's fully in front of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I find when I become fully present and I take a minute to really do it, I feel like almost a buzzing in my body. I think it's because I'm just aware of all of the, maybe of all the parts of my body. Yeah. I was just going to say, so how, like, if you were like, okay, I want to be present right now, what are you doing to get there? You know, mm, like, what do you actually yeah. do? I am just I'm trying to do it right now. <laughs> I'm just kind of trying to quiet the chatter in my mind and then just like literally look wh- where am I sitting? Like being more aware of my, my leg is there and my hand is here and I don't know. It's hard to describe. Like yeah, I'm just no. trying to. It's so funny. I was just, yeah. I'm going to try to do it right now too. And as you're talking, I'm like, I'm like, okay, just relax. And then I look at the wall and I'm like, oh, there's the wall. Oh, the wall has these little bumps from the paint job. Not in a negative way, just, just being aware of it. Yeah. And like, and then I just actually, as I was going along the wall and I was like, oh, there's a light switch. (laughs) I just felt my body relax actually. Right. Because what, what tends to happen normally is like you go, oh, there's bumps on the wall. Oh man, I got to remember to tell my husband, we got to fix that bump. And do you know what I mean? Like, and then all this little train starts running off the tracks. Like, oh, I remember last year when we did it. It's like, no, come back to the wall. Right. Just trying to be aware of what's here in front of me. Yeah. Right now. It is what it is. And just be aware of it. Yeah. Yes. And responding to what is instead of responding to the story in your head. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I find like I say this, t- it feels like I'm taking the blinders off or I'm, t- I'm pulling back a curtain. It's almost like I have this, you know, the mind, the constant busyness of the mind. When you really pull that back and you just kind of slow that down, it's almost like things become more vibrant. Like mm-hmm. you're starting to see things around you instead of seeing things with a constant story going on in your mind. Right. Does yeah. that make sense? Totally. So, I like that vibrant word. That's totally, that's a good, good description. Yeah. It's just like the, things, the world around you, just all of a sudden the things, the little tangible items that you're looking at just become like more um, colorful almost too. Yep. Yep. And one thing I remember him saying in that one of the Oprah interviews when they talked about a new earth is an example he uses is rather than labeling things. So, I mean, I find this tough, but rather than your mind labeling a tree outside, just be aware of it. It's just this thing that is there because uh-huh. we constantly are labeling. So funny. Help- I was just going to yeah. do an example of looking at trees. <laughs> I was like, oh, thinking, oh, I should bring this up. I just did this the other day. <gasps> really? See, uh, we're on but, par. Yeah, that was funny. Synchronicity. Yeah, that's right. Um, no, I was going to say trees are a good example to look at. Although now that you're saying you shouldn't label them as trees, I never did that. That's a hard, that's a hard thing. But I would look at them and just be like, wow, look how green they are and how big and lush and mm-hmm. Like I just started like looking at what they actually are Yes. in my visual. And then it's just like, and then they become more alive. Like they just become more vibrant. Like you say, it's just really cool. It is a really cool, it's a really cool exercise you can just do with anything. I mean, nature tends to be the thing that's 
I don't know what you would say. I don't know. I, I like, I enjoy to do it more with things out in nature, but, yeah. um, but see your mind ad- automatically is trained to label it and that's okay to me. I mean, you're, how else do you describe it's green, it's tall because you're constantly wanting to do that. But even to just even slow that down and just let it be mm-hmm. and just be with it, it really does change the way you see things. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So Hang on, let me just, I thought I would read a couple of things uh, in his book. So I have The Power of Now I thought I would read out of. So if anyone wants to reference it, it's on page 67. And it's the little top of the chapter part says, The Joy of Being. I thought we could discuss this afterwards. So, okay. All right. So it says, to alert you that you have, that you have allowed yourself to be taken over by psychological time, You can use a simple criterion. Ask yourself, is there joy, ease, and lightness in what I'm doing? If there isn't, then time is covering up the present moment, and life is perceived as a burden or a struggle. If there's no joy, ease, or lightness in what you are doing, it does not necessarily mean you need to change what you are doing. It may be sufficient to change the how. How is always more important than what. See if you can give much more attention to the doing than to the result that you want to achieve through it. Give your, uh so good. Give your fullest attention to whatever the moment presents. This implies that you also completely accept what is because you cannot give your full attention to something and at the same time resist it. So, Hmm. it's interesting. Yeah. Right? Because... So often, I mean, my gosh, I'm so guilty of this, you know, just getting through something to get to the next thing. Right. Right. Um, so if you're not, what they're trying to say is if you're not enjoying something, rather than changing what you're doing, changing how you're doing it. That's very interesting. Yeah. And I liked the part about, what did it, what was it about not thinking about the end result, but rather just focus on the doing it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you could use any simple, we've talked about laundry before. Let's use that as an example. Rather than, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, like I was what? also going to say that too. And then I was like, no, I think I've, I personally brought up laundry like three times now. People are probably getting sick of it. <laughs> um, it's our, it's our I good love that reference. you thought of it too, because it's such a great example. It is. Yeah. As a great reference point. So yeah. instead of being like, oh, I hate doing this laundry. This is the worst. I have three more pairs of socks to gather and then I'm done. And then I finally get to go watch my Netflix show. Yeah. Instead of, um, you know, hating it, hating it, hating it just waiting to get to the thing you want to do, changing how you do it. So calming down that mind story of how much you hate it and really being present, feel the material. Have you ever actually done laundry where you're being present and feeling the material of your clothing? I mean, I'm telling you, it's, <laughs> it feels like you're on drugs because it's like, Oh my God, really? Well, it's just like, you're like really in tune with what you're doing instead of just mindlessly, yeah. Putting it all together. The next thing and the next yes. thing and the next thing. No, yes. that, that's a great example. You're so right. Those soft just, materials and like, I don't know. That's cool. And, and like, just be with what is. Just, you got it. This is it. You're doing it. Yeah. 
so stop fighting it. Stop, stop fighting because that's where the that's where the sadness and the stress comes from when you fight yes. what it is. So 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 true. That's exactly it. So just being with it, um, accepting what is, and you'd be surprised. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean you're going to enjoy, you know, because you could apply this to really awful, awful things. It doesn't mean you're going to yeah, necessarily just, enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was going to mention that too. Like, I don't know, like, because if someone's going through a really tough situation, mm-hmm. like how, I'm just trying to think of an example, like, because there's, I'm sure there's some of you out there being like, whatever like this is way easier than it sounds to do like I'm you know I'm struggling through this I don't know what's a what's a bad what's an example that's bad well let's oh I don't want to say like well if you're with someone who's maybe dying or let's say okay no let's go there let's go there because um I was listening to an uh Ed my Ed Milet I think his last name Ed Myet Ed Milet he's like this big uh, self-development success guy. Um, he's got a podcast, he's got a YouTube channel. He was saying that his father was, was dying mm-hmm. and that's a horrible situation, right? Yes. But he was able to see that he was able to take a step back and see that it was allowing him to be with his father more. It was allowing him to, um, and maybe this is more around like finding the gift in every situation, but it's kind of, you know, similar, like staying present, like what is happening right now in my moment with my father? Like, wow, we're having these one-on-one conversations that we haven't had for 10 years. And exactly wow, like da, 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 da. So there are, you can, if you dig, dig deep, there are ways to, um, to stay more present and not resist what is. Exactly. Because normally what you'd be sitting there is you're holding the hand of your dying loved one and sitting there going, how in the future, how will I live without them? And then you're project, you've got all these movies in your mind of like, oh God, next Father's Day, I'll be without my father and, and all these things. And then you're also rewinding and going, oh my God, remember that time and blah, blah, blah. And you're telling mm-hmm. yourself awful stories and you're feeling so terribly sad about that. When right. in that actual moment, if you can bring yourself to the present awareness Yes. You're holding hands and you're together and you're maybe your breath is on the same rhythm path. Like, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's challenging, but in that, that's what he tries to say is in this very moment, right. is there actually anything wrong, wrong, wrong? Yes. With exactly. this actual very moment now, now, right. now, right, 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 right. And that's. Yeah. And even like if you are in the hospital and you're all banged up and uh, you think you're not going to make it or whatever but if you go back to that moment at the very very moment you're breathing your heart is beating you are alive you are you know you can always kind of bring it back to the very very moment yeah yeah yes and something that I think is such a great he uses this great to me I'm I think I'm a visual person he uses this uh explanation that time we often think of time most of us think of time as Am I saying this right? Horizontal? Like, let's think of the cross, okay? And we think of time as horizontal, going across. Mm -hmm. Time is vertical. Time is up and down because time is now. Okay. So rather than thinking of future and past, what we all we have is right now. Right. You're right. Right now, right? 
Yeah, and actually, this this coronavirus has put a lot of that into perspective in that we often think about the future, the future. We plan for the future. We're always, mm-hmm. our mind is in the future. And, oh, my gosh, got to do this, got to do this, da, da, da. No one in, nobody could have predicted that their life was about to be on hold, yes. you know? Yep. So, like, all that stressing and planning and thinking about the future that didn't actually happen because this coronavirus came and just changed everything up. Like, so, you know, you like, just think about back then when you were worried about this or worried about this, or you had to hustle hard for this future thing when meanwhile, none of that happened. (laughs) Exactly. And, and same for going for the stress of the future of worrying about someone was mentioning, Oh man, do you think the kids will be back to school in September? And uh, what if they're not? And I, if I get myself caught up in that, I, I just can't because I'm thinking I'm taking it. Well, try to take it one moment at a time, but in my mind, I say one day at a time because I don't know what that future is going to look like. Right. And I don't want to get all anxious and worried and stressed about how much longer are we going to go through this and, and you know, those sorts of worrisome mm-hmm. things. So I really have to bring it back to the present moment. Right. Like this is all we have. So let's just get, you know, not, I don't want to say get through, but yes, let's, let's get through as best we can what we have now. Cause that's all we got. Yeah. Um, and that's the, another great thing Eckhart Tolle says, I don't have an exact quote, but, um, it's something to the effect of, if you think of, let's say you want to be a big actress, big movie star you have this big picture in your mind of like what success is going to be or what your dream well everyone has dreams like what that big dream moment is going to be I think we all think it's going to be this grand moment of like life changing whatever when in actuality all that is just little moments one after another like like success is just bite-sized pieces of little moments strung together it's not one great big moment that you finally stumble upon yeah. Right. Totally. It's just taking yeah. care of the now. It's taking care of the moment you have now. That takes care of the future moments. Right. So. Yeah. I'm blabbing quite a bit. Do you have? <laughs> do you want to intervene? <laughs> I have another passage no, no, to read that I shall. I yeah. Let's on? keep going. And I'm, okay. I'll start. I'm going to talk about some of the science and psychology around all this. All right. Great. Okay. So let's talk about negativity. This is something I found. I mean, this is just the truth of it, the negativity. So it says, the question um, somebody asked was, how do we stop negativity from arising and how do we get rid of it once it's there? Mm. Okay. So then Eckhart says, as I said, you stop it from arising by being fully present, but don't become discouraged. There are as yet few people on the planet who can sustain a state of continuous presence, although some are getting close to it. Soon, I believe there will be many more. Whenever you notice that some form of negativity has arisen within you, look on it not as a failure, but as a helpful sign that's telling you, wake up, get out of your mind, be present. Mm-hmm. So I like that because it's like, yeah, I'm not going to be perfect. Like who can be present every waking moment of the day? Right, exactly. Um, but when that negativity comes up, it's just take it as a little sign like, Wake up, get out of your mind, stop yeah. those stories from going on repeat and try your best to be present. Yeah. And really just having that, that little 
practice of presence in your back in the back of your mind does remind you like it, it sorry it gets you out of the negative quickly if if you know like oh i should practice more presence then therefore when you're in those negative states you can get out of them quickly because you're like oh yeah i gotta be present and then yes. it just removes them it totally removes them at that moment right away which is great otherwise if you don't know about this mindfulness and staying present like if it's not in your awareness then you're just in that negative moment for for so long <laughs> yes that's exactly you know? right there's the no tr trigger to change it you're just in it and you're you're dwelling you're dwelling you're dwelling it just feels like a bigger hole but the more you practice it like be patient with yourself uh-huh practice it little bits at a time and you're right it eventually just will just be quicker and easier to get out of because you're kind of snapping back to the right present moment yeah. yes mm -hmm. i mean i think that's a really big one because i mentioned to you I guess it was last week. I don't know. I just had a bad day. <laughs> I just, yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't snap out of it. I don't know what the deal was. It was like, even I tried, I know all of these things and I was trying, I did kind of get myself feeling a bit better and I was kind of practicing the gratitude thing, but I don't know. I just couldn't seem to shake it. And I think it's okay. You have to, you have to have of compassion course. for yourself. Like, yeah, no, I've, I've been there for sure too. I sometimes will have like a couple days. Um, yeah where even though I'm writing in my gratitude journal or, you know, practicing more of this stuff, having a bath and meditating, it's still kind of, it helps, but it's still not like, there's still this overlay of whatever, like emotional, whatever's going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And we're only human, but then I'll find like the next day I'll be good as gold. <laughs> Exactly. And I remember thinking that I was like, you know, I didn't want to be like, oh, I want to go to bed at seven and get this day over with. But I was thinking, you know, I'm ready to kind of let's move on. I went like, let's go to sleep, wake up fresh. And I felt great the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Probably because it's the contrast against the, uh, you know, the previous day or whatever. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Abraham Hicks says that too. If you can't, what do they say? If you can't change the vibration something you can do is go to sleep or take a nap oh okay. the, yeah that's one of the things like take because it slows your momentum down yeah so well, that's, that's interesting true. yeah yeah um yeah okay i had one more quick i think oh this is just sort of speaking to that whole success thing i just think this is such a great reminder so yeah this is kind of what i was trying to say so this is from a new earth this is page 271. He says, by realizing your entire life journey ultimately consists of the step you are taking at this moment. There's always only this one step. And so you give it your fullest attention. This doesn't mean you don't know where you're going. It just means this step is primary. The destination is secondary. And mm. what you, in yes, and what you encounter at your destination, once you get there, depends on the quality of this one step. Another way of putting it, what the future holds for you depends on your state of consciousness, consciousness now. Mm. So anyway, that speaks to what I just said. Take yeah. care of this moment and the rest take care of themselves. Yeah. No, those are great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing all that. Oh, Eckhart Tolle, we do love you. I was saying to you, like, I love him, but, so, you know, it, he can be, um, it's just a lot to take in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I was listening to that, that podcast that you mentioned where the new one with Oprah, um, 
what was the title of it again? Oh, shoot. Because it was something to do with the pandemic and like, yeah, in these times. Yeah. It was like how to stay president during the pandemic. Um, anyway, it's on Super Soul Sundays, her, Oprah's podcast, Super Soul yeah. Sundays. It's mo- the most recent one as of last week, I think. Yeah. Anywho, what was my point? What, what was he oh, saying? When I was listening. <laughs> When I was listening, I have to rewind like a thousand times because I'm like, wait, what What did he say? <laughs> because exactly. It's so like, I don't know. It's just out there sometimes. So yeah, it, yeah. it can be hard to, to digest. Really, yeah. You got to really think about what he's saying and then be like, oh, OK, there it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So just helps to break it down a little bit. Yeah. 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 So let's hear some science. Yeah, science, so science. Um, I was just looking through just some psychology, and what kind of sparked this for me was this new podcast that I found, the Happiness Lab, just the um, the science of happiness. And so, I found a couple of articles. Just, and this might just be reiterating what we've been saying, but um, basically, research is proving that um, if you're living in the moment, you tend to be happier, calmer, and more relaxed and appreciative. Mm-hmm. And um, a, a big thing that came up is the expression, don't let the future steal your present. Mm-hmm. So like, if you think of like all the, how many times you've ever been on vacation and you're coming up to the end of it and you're like, oh man, I don't want to go back to work. I don't want this to be, to be over. I'm having so much fun. I wish we could stay forever. Like we've all been there, right? Yes. So those expressing that and thinking those thoughts is taking away from the pleasure of the moment that you're actually in. So true. Yeah. Like you're on the beach right now. You're in your bikini and you're thinking about going back to work. Like that's, that's right. stealing the the that's letting the future steal your present i just thought that was a cool cool way to say it yeah um yeah so and also they they also say not to get focused on the good things that like the things that you're hoping for and wishing for, right? Like, Oh, I'll be happy when I have my new job. I'll be happy when I get that new, better car. Right. Um, and just cause that's, you know, taking away from your actual present moment, which you could find good things in your present moment. If you choose to focus on them. Can I just say one quick thing about that? Yeah. I wanted to tie in how all this sort of like Abraham Hicks and Eckhart Tolle and this all of it works together because Abraham Hicks, that's their whole point is like, you want that new car and think you'll feel better. But what you need to do is feel good now mm-hmm. in this present moment. Yeah. Instead right. of worrying about like, oh, I want that. Once I get to that other place, then I'll be happy. Right. Anyway, they, they all kind of say the same thing, which is different ways. So. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, no, I love that. Um, and then also as I was reading through these, I was like, oh, that happiness podcast that I listened to, they actually say that, um, like science is showing, research is showing that the good things that you think that you're going to get, like something good is often not as good. It often turns out to be not as good as you thought it was. Yeah. Always. <laughs> and, and also all, and the reverse is true. Those bad things that you're worrying about won't be as bad as what your mind is leading it to believe. So that's like, they're, they're proving that in research. Like it's just, things aren't 
things aren't as bad as you think they are and things are so aren't as good as you think they are so just you know there's you're wasting your time being in those future um worries or future wishes you know what I mean absolutely isn't that I find that so true yeah so yeah I thought that was cool that was from uh psychologytoday.com okay and we'll link the actual article in the in the show notes yep um and then there's one that was kind of about cognitive science um basically you know some of the same stuff research indicates we're going we'll be better off if we practice to be more present and they say that it's being present it's not just about like not being distracted like it's not just about putting your iphone down and okay i'm present now <laughs> i'm not being distracted by my phone or the tv or my kids like it's not just about that okay they're saying that <clears throat> the way that the mind works is it kind of works on a reward system so they say <laughs> quote in time comparing the downsides of being distracted feeling restless and less connected with others to how nice it feels to listen deeply and connect. This will show your brain the reward value of being present. So you're, when you're feeling restless and less connected by being on your phone and being distracted, what on all that negative kind of feelings, that's sending your brain signals, right? Yeah. And you're, you're, you as a brain body doesn't don't like that they don't like those feelings or whatever right so right. if you compare that to how you, if you're being mindfully present that's a nice feeling of calm uh, deep relaxation connection that shows your brain like oh this feels nice and then your brain is kind of it's re- it starts to want to reward that value of being present more kind of a thing. So meaning you want to do it more. Yeah. Like you want to be more present. Okay. This is interesting as I'm hearing you say this, I think to myself, an example would be for me personally, let's say I'm reading a book and my kids want to show me something. So, you know, the easy thing is just like half reading, half listening, or, you know, looking at what they're trying to show me, you know, not really Mm -hmm. fully engaging. Yeah. Right. So that doesn't feel good because I'm like doing both things half. And so what you're saying is if I close the book and then I really look in their eyes and I like hear what they have to say, you're being present. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh gosh, like that felt good. Like instead of me like trying to do mm-hmm. multi, my brain trying to multitask all these things, it's like focus on what's right here. Right. And then it feels good. And then what you're saying is, or what this article is it saying, like then you're going to be, tend to want to do that more be present yeah is that the reward is that what it's trying to kind of say well it it just says it will show your brain the the reward value of of being present yeah like it feels good yeah exactly feels darn good and it does and that's a great example thanks thanks for that that's a good one yeah um yeah and then another there's a study in and i think this was mentioned in the article actually uh but in 2010 a study in the journal Science, the authors write that, quote, a human mind is a wandering mind and a wandering mind is an unhappy mind. Mm. I thought that was great because that's so true. Isn't that so true? Yeah. So like, do you have any example? Yeah. Tell me. I don't, I mean, just, just in general, our, our minds are constantly wandering, like, you know, 
just there's so much going on in our mind from what are we going to eat for breakfast to how am I going to get to work on time and all these things and oh my god my kids aren't ready for school yet it's just wandering you're just Mm -hmm. constantly da 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 but that's that's an unhappy mind right (laughs) basically is what you're saying yeah so if you can kind of you know reduce that wander and kind of connect to the moment and be more mindful of just the present moment then you'll be having a less wandering mind right which therefore uh you'll be happier yeah and i feel like so much of all the um you know the information that comes at us all the different things on our phone and i find myself like i love podcasts too and i'm getting all this information like tons of information a day kind of thrown out my brain yeah and i'm sure it kind of gets revved up like wow this is gonna go over into overload i think it comes back to that whole meditation sort of thing too right where it's just like taking that time to settle your mind down Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't get overworked trying to process all these things that we're that are getting thrown our way and the things we have to do in our everyday lives yeah yeah and i mean it's hard it's super hard but yeah if we can just start small somewhere and kind of just keep that practice going then eventually it becomes easier and then uh yeah i mean research will research indicates that if you can do it you'll be happier and who doesn't want to be happier exactly I know. Yeah. So that was, <laughs> yeah. And we hope uh, some of the stuff that we're telling all you guys can help you guys be happier because it sure worked for me. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. And then I just found some, just some, like we were, like you're probably saying, like, how do I do it? Where do I start? What do I do? Right. Um, so I just found some cute little fun tips that you might want to try. One of them, Lisa, actually, it's kind of from you because <laughs> you used to do, and my mother did them too, those little coloring books, those adult coloring yes. books. Like, that's a totally like a mindful practice. Ah, so, yes. Yeah. So that's a fun way. Like, so go out, grab yourself one of those adult coloring books and just color away. And like, you just, you're focusing on the colors and the design and it just kind of gets you in that present moment. So, because you used, you used to do them a lot, didn't you? Or am I um, Yeah, so I did them a little bit. I actually bought one when I was going to be flying because I didn't love flying. And I thought that would be kind of a way to just kind of calm my mind. Because it's sort of one of those things where you're you're like, you're thinking, but you're not. Yeah. You know? You're just kind of doing it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, that was a cute little one. And then um, I found an article through Mind Valley mindvalley.com um just a couple of neat fun tips is they say write with your opposite hand so uh, or use the mouse with your opposite hand or brush your hair with the opposite hand oh my god and they they say uh they say you'll laugh at how preschoolish your handwriting suddenly becomes (sighs) meanwhile mine's already like that but (laughs) mine too (laughs) (laughs) and then they say uh but you'll realize how how you really have to focus on making your letters not look like potatoes, they say. Potatoes. Potatoes. Anyway. Something. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. And then another idea is a good one for you, Lisa, to reorganize your books. Ooh. 
We love your books. Love you my can, books these days. You, you can stack them in a spiral or organize them by color or alphabetically huh. or uh, or something clever like that. Interesting. You can change up your routine. So drive a different way to work. Uh, reverse the order in which you get ready in the morning, <laughs> which huh. is confusing to me. What do you like? Put your clothes on and then you shower? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just keep things fresh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> eat, eat your breakfast in the shower. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, there you go. They do say eat something new for breakfast. Um just, you know, change things up a little bit. Right. Have some fun. So and then they also mention if you're someone who walks in a like a city urban area, um you can play the aid is a to Z, A to Z game, A to Z for A to Z, 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 top, Z for us Canadians. Yep. Um, so you try and spot all the letters of the alphabet in order as you're walking along the street. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of yeah, keeps it all. Stuff. Yeah. You got to be aware. You got to be present. And mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. You know, I, this is just random. I was just going to say, I was thinking about, um, we were watching the Michael Jordan. I was watching a bit of it. There's a Michael Jordan documentary thing on Netflix. Yes. Oh my <gasps> God. My husband's obsessed with it. It's so good. I haven't watched oh it, but he, oh he loves it. Okay. Have you watched it? Like I did the same. Uh, my husband was watching it and I kind of peeked in a little bit of it. But anyway, it got me to thinking of how <laughs> I am not an athlete, so I cannot speak to this. However... I assume they have to be extremely present. Like you, when you're playing that game, mm -hmm. cannot be thinking about what you're making for dinner tomorrow night. For sure. <laughs> right? Like, don't you feel like, I wonder if people kind of get really lost and enjoy those sorts of things because oh, yeah. you have to be in the moment in order to, like, does that make sense? Like to get in the flow, you have to be present. Yeah. And you mean like, and that's why they love playing so much? Uh, I don't know where I was going with it, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it just made me realize when I was watching the basketball, I was like, man, they must be so present there when they're, yeah. like, when they're playing, because how else do you get, how else do you become a great player? Besides you're focusing on the then and now of like, I don't know, playing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's sense? interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're not sitting there worried about, like, I don't know. Anyway. However, you could be like, oh, man, I missed that shot. I'm such an idiot. How did I do this? Okay, yes. But if you did that, like, how well are you going to play your next part? Like, Yeah, exactly. So they just got to shut that down. They probably do. They probably are very staying present. Because if they did get down in that rabbit hole, then they would, you know, be, they would keep playing horribly, probably. Okay, so, they, so our next interviewee has to be Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's our next our next guest. <laughs> no big yeah. deal. We'll just call him up and see yeah. if he'll come on the show. Yeah, he'll, he'll be he'll be up for it. Yeah, like are you always present, Michael? Can you tell us how you can you give us some presence tips, please? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Do you think uh, about what you have to make for dinner later? Yeah. Are you worried about the fight you had with your wife the night before when you're in, like in the middle of a game? Uh, that's great. Oh man. So those are your tips. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we do have a challenge for this week. 
Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, about being still, being present. So it's kind of the hand washing challenge. Oh, can you hang on a second? Oh yeah. Can you hear that? <laughs> Speaking of being present. Sorry, I'm just gonna be present for my children. <laughs> I'll be right back. Hang on. <laughs> okay. Okay, sorry about that. No worries. That's okay. life. Okay. Okay, and so we have a challenge for this week. Yeah. So yeah, so about you know, just basically trying to get in that present frame of mind. So the hand washing challenge. The hand washing challenge. Yes. Yeah. So tell doesn't, me more. Doesn't I mean now we're all washing our hands a gazillion times a day? Yeah, well, I mean, there's no I don't know if there's cut fast rules for this, but what I was thinking is at least once a day when we're washing our hands just trying to be fully, fully present and aware of what you're doing. So the feeling of the water on your hands, really feeling it, really seeing it, mm. you know, feeling, feeling all those, those the foamy bubbles in between your fingers. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So even if it takes you <laughs> not 10 minutes, but you know, even if it takes you a little longer to wash your hands, cause you're maybe you're like finding that you're kind of getting caught up in your mind rather than mm -hmm. being present. Okay, kind of like dialing it back in again and becoming present. And just try it at least once a day. See if you can do it a few times a day. Yeah. And, and see if that sort of helps you get more practiced at being present throughout this week. Right. Like I'm just actually rubbing my hands together now as if I was washing my hands. And I'm like, what could be like just to help you guys think like what what do I think about? What do I focus on? Like so as I'm doing it, I'm feeling like this, the skin, then I feel like a little rough patch on my, like the calluses of my hands. And then I, but I just keep going and I go up my fingertip and I'm like, Oh, that's soft. And Oh, there's my nail. And I'm thinking, Oh, these, my, my fingers are so flexible and they bend so interestingly. And, um, everything is so soft and smooth. Like, just, I don't know if that sounded crazy, but that's just how you kind of do it right you just kind of think you just as you're moving things around you're following oh and like it just made me feel so good even right you now. describing that i'm like is she describing like a fabulous like it sounds like you're reading a fabulous book but meanwhile you're just <laughs> telling us about washing your hands it's like yeah. go on don't stop <laughs> Tell us more about this water trickling down your fingers. <laughs> it's true, though. Like, all of a sudden, these simple acts become, like, this grandiose, like, thing. Yeah. It's, crazy. it's like the, uh, it's like that ASMR thing on YouTube where they talk really quiet and it's, like, really good for your, I don't know what it's, in, I, what it's supposed to do, but it makes you feel good. Really? Someone whisper or like little other noises. Yeah, it's kind of oh. an interesting. You've never heard of it? No, I've never heard of it. <laughs> it's called ASMR. <laughs> I'll have to look that up. <laughs> share that with our listeners. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Okay. So, okay. All right. Well, let's get to the quote of the yes. show today. You had picked one out from Eckhart. Okay. I picked this one out because at first it really, I didn't believe it and I didn't like it. And then I started thinking about it. So I thought it would be a good one to share. So this is Eckhart Tolle. And he says, whatever the present moment contains, accept as if 
you have chosen it. Mm. And I'm telling you, my friends, that can be tough sometimes, a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. When things, yeah, like yeah. when things aren't going your way, you're like, oh, I would never have chosen this. But if yeah. you flip it around to be like, imagine I, this is something exactly I chose and I wanted it. How would that make you see things differently? Right. Yeah. yeah. Different perspective. So, yeah. And it's, it's just easier to get to in, get into and accept. Yeah. I like that. So whatever the present moment contains, accept it as if you have chosen it. Mm-hmm. There it is. Okay. Okay. Well, this was great. It was Thanks, great. Lisa. I'm excited. So I hope everyone has a great week. And please let us know how you're doing if you decide to do this presence challenge. We love, mm-hmm. we love hearing from you. Yeah, we'd love hearing from you. Yeah. Let us know and let us know what else you might want to hear in the future for more podcast ideas. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Have a great week, everyone. Yeah. If you're enjoying the show, please let us know by subscribing and leaving us a review on iTunes. We love hearing from you. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and email. It's all in the show notes, so track us down.